Welcome to People Power Politics. As always, I am Nick Seltz. Um, this is the eighth episode. We've got to discuss. I mean, a lot's happened since our previous episode. But anyways, um, we're just going to dive right on in because, uh, you know, a lot's happened since then. Um, the polling is tightening. Uh, you know, what, what we're seeing from, you know, the polling is basically, you know, you, you have anywhere from between a five to really a nine point lead for Vice President Joe Biden. Um, that's obviously good news. Um, however, uh, you know, I think that uh, we need to remember what occurred in 2016. We were predicting and we were seeing poll after poll after poll which showed that the former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was going to win that election. Uh, that obviously did not occur. She won the popular vote, but yet lost the uh, lost the um, the Electoral College vote. And uh, I think that it's important to remember that. Uh, it's, it's obviously it's very important to remember also that. A lot of what we're seeing right now is the same sort of stuff that we saw in 16, you know, with the Senate and all of these Senate races tightening and with, you know, Democrats appearing to have the upper hand whenever it comes to the Senate. So I would just, you know, urge caution when it comes to those things um, and urge caution when it comes to us feeling comfortable about a win or about, you know, electing a new president, because as I've stated numerous times previously, this will be the most important election of our lifetimes, and we cannot afford to take anything for granted. Um, so my advice to everyone out there uh, who's, you know, who wants to see a Democrat be elected as the next president, along with uh, a Democratic uh, Senate, is to basically stay off line. Uh, don't look at any sort of polling uh, and always run as if you're 10 points down. Um, and, and I think that that's what we need to be doing right now. And we should be doing so. Um, and I and I really I think, you know, I see from, you know, Joe Biden's folks, uh, you know, that's that's kind of their strategy is, you know, they're not really taking anything for granted. So on and so forth. And I just hope that, uh, you know, that will ripple effect on out into the Senate and we will see those same sort of effects there as well, where, um, you know, candidates won't be, uh, comfortable, uh, you know, two or three polls that show them ahead. I mean, I know every, you know, just, just, uh, throw something else in here that may or may not be of uh, interest to people. Uh, but I know every single day, just about, I get an email from, uh, organizations telling me that Amy McGrath down there in Kentucky is ahead of Mitch McConnell. Um, you know, Amy McGrath is an okay candidate. She's also got the two wonderful, terrific opponents and Mike probably going to butcher his last name, Mike Broyer and, uh, Charles Booker, uh, two phenomenal candidates who are, you know, running. Um, and I, I really think that, uh, that, uh, you know, those two candidates in particular should be given much more, a, a much better uh, look than Miss McGrath. Um, because while Amy McGrath is um, someone who, you know, yeah, the polling may show her ahead, 
she ran previously against Mr. McConnell when she lost. So, you know, we, sh we should be keeping that in mind. Continuing on here, uh, you know, Mr. Trump decided to hold a rally yesterday amid COVID-19 concerns and everything of that nature. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting how he will uh, try to shift the narrative away from responsibility and away from, you know, everything that he has done. And, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to, you know, these things here and stuff of that nature, um, you know, I think that it's important to keep in mind that at the end of the day, this is a president who lacks the leadership, who lacks the character, and who lacks the common sense. And, and I, I mean, I, you know, common sense is a word that I don't particularly like to use. Um, who, who lacks the intellect, honestly, to be the president of the United States. Uh, but anyone who has followed me knows that I've been saying that all along. But anyways, you know, he, he held this this event in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, they, they were talking it up, talking it up, claiming, you know, that they were going to have so many people there and so much was going to, you know, you know, that it was really going to revamp this, this entire, uh, this entire, honestly, shit show of a presidency. And he was going to revamp his candidacy and all this other stuff. And it did nothing. Um, in fact, he had very low turnout for the event. You know, um, and whether it was, you know, the, 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 the teenagers on TikTok who, you know, went and uh, bought up a bunch of the Trump rally tickets. Uh, those, those people at the end of the day, you guys are great. Or it was, you know, the K-pop stars who did the same thing. Once again, um, you know, I think right now what we are seeing is people are done. People are fatigued. They're tired. Uh, and, and they're done with having a juvenile president. And that's that's really what Mr. Trump is. He's a juvenile. Uh, he's, he's a child at the end of the day. Um, and I think that we need to keep that in mind, you know, going into, you know, this, this upcoming election and stuff. Uh, you know, but again, we, we also though can't get comfortable. So, you know, that's, that's the other big thing too. Um, you know, we're, we're also expecting several Supreme court decisions, uh, that are still remaining. Uh, you know, we, we saw huge wins for the LGBTQ plus community, uh, just this past week, along with DACA. Um, you know, that, that those, I, I think the decision that honestly surprised me more was probably the DACA decision. Um, just for the simple reason that anyone who more or less followed Gorsuch knew that Gorsuch was, I mean, I, I know I read an article about Gorsuch that said that he had basically advocated that uh, military recruiters on his college campus um, shouldn't be allowed to discriminate against the LGBTQ community if they were allowed on, on the campus that he, he went to. Uh, the, the other thing um, that I think that we're really going to, you know, I mean, to, to dive more into depth here with the Supreme Court decisions, you know, I mean, we've got to keep in mind, we're waiting on a decision on abortion rights in America. Uh, that's going to have consequences uh, for 
honestly for both sides um because here's the thing if if it's a if it's a win for democrats meaning you know that it's not another uh uh kneecapping of the row uh the row case um it could have you know a turnout effect come november where republicans are enraged they're angry and so they you know they they turn out again as as they did in in 2016 and they just you know overwhelm overwhelm the uh the turnout uh or it could also have the effect where you know it's it doesn't go the way um that i and democrats would like it to um you know and the court you know again kneecaps abortion rights in america and uh you know if if that happens um you know again it's it's got to be you know Come November, we got to elect a new president who's going to put on justices who are going to actually, uh, you know, want to follow stare decisis, which is just simply a nice, fancy Latin legal term for the decision must stand. Um, and, and, you know, one of the other things, the other big case that I'll mention that we're still waiting on is the Affordable Care Act and, and what's going to happen with that, because. You have down, uh, I think it was the state of Texas, a bunch, along with a bunch of other Republican states, who they they decided to bring a case arguing basically that since the individual mandate has been cut from the law, that the entirety of the law is now somehow unconstitutional. Which is interesting, because if you if you take a look at this. Um, you know, the, the two previous cases involving the Affordable Care Act, it was John Roberts, Chief Justice Roberts, who joined to say that no, starting to say this applies and that the Affordable Care Act is constitutional. Uh, here is my prediction on this case. It's a five to four decision. The Affordable Care Act stands as it is. Mr. Trump loses at the Supreme Court once again. And... Um, you know, Chief Justice Roberts is joined in the majority again, and, and it's very likely that Justice Roberts writes the majority opinion, which states that the Affordable Care Act is constitutional because of that nice nice Latin phrase again, stare decisis. That's honestly what I think is going to happen with that case. But I'm not sure. And, you know, I mean, again, I think that... Uh, is this... This, I want to say this is the final week that decisions will come out. Now, I could be wrong on that, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But I want to say this is the final week because I don't think they announce in July decisions. So typically it's always the end of June. So keep an eye out for, you know, decisions from the Supreme Court, um, especially on, you know, the Affordable Care Act uh, and, and abortion rights in America. One of the other big things too that I think that we need to discuss is the uh, the vice president uh, the vice presidential um, selection, and you know the the veep stakes. Um, it was recently revealed that uh, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar has withdrawn her name from consideration that she feels that uh, Vice President Biden, Democratic nominee Joe Biden, should select a a female of color or, you know, a, a candidate, uh, a female of color. And, um, it'll be interesting, um, to see who, 
the vice president chooses along if, uh, number one, if he'll, you know, follow her advice. And number two, this kind of throws the ball into Elizabeth Warren's court because Warren is still being considered. Warren is still being vetted for the vice presidency. Um, and it's, it's just going to be interesting to see if, you know, maybe in a week or two, if, if Senator Warren comes on out and says, you know, follows Senator Klobuchar's lead and says, you know, I'm also urging Joe Biden to select a female candidate of, of color. Um, but, you know, that's that's something that we'll have to wait on and, and see. Um, the, the other thing, too, that uh, we should mention here, and I probably should have started with this, is, you know, uh, the protests that are going on in every single um, state in America uh, over the killing and the lynchings of African-Americans and black people. Um, you know, as, as a Caucasian heterosexual male, uh, it is, it is, the imperative is on people like myself to number one, to listen uh, and, and really to listen more than we talk. Um, and then, you know, to take action, take appropriate action to deal with the systemic racism and the underlying racism that exists in our society uh, and in, within the system. Um, and, and really to take on that system and to fight that system. And, um, uh, you know, to, to elevate um, voices uh, in, in minority communities. Um, and, you know, as these protests are, you know, going on and everything, you know, I mean, again, we just finished celebrating Juneteenth, folks. And what does Mr. Trump decide to do? He decides to hold a rally, does not mention Juneteenth, does not mention a, a damn word about the killings of African-Americans in American cities. Um, president is completely tone deaf when it comes to this issue. And I mean, he's completely tone deaf to a lot of issues. But, you know, continuing on with, you know, what's, you know, with these protests. Um, you know, I'm someone who, you know, obviously these, you know, there's nothing more American than a protest at the end of the day. The nation was started, was founded by a protest, really, if, if you really think about it. The Boston Tea Party, uh, you know, when we, when, not we, but when they threw the, the tea uh, over into the harbor, that, that was really the starting point of the American Revolution, and that was a protest. So I think it would, it would really behoove a lot of people and a lot of Americans to not only to rethink their history, but also to rediscover their radical past. Um, because had, had the founders, the framers, not been radicals at that point that they threw the tea into the harbor, um, this nation would not have came into fruition. And I think, you know, that that's, that's a signal for many um you know but then again you know there's there's also this this idea that you know every generation has to rediscover the meaning of freedom 
And uh, I think right now we are seeing a generation of young people, myself included, rediscovering the meaning of freedom. And uh, uh, at the end of the day, we the people, really, literally, we the young people are trying to uh, expand that freedom to apply to more people. And, you know, that's, that's really the essence of these protests. Yes, are you going to have agitators and, uh, you know, really clowns? Of course you are. But that, I mean, you're going to have that anywhere. Um, you're you're going to have that with any movement, with any sort of protest, and so on and so forth. Um, but, you know, like I said, whenever, you know, I brought on up this topic as a white heterosexual male, it is my job, more or less, along with the responsibility of just about every other white person uh, in America to be quiet and to, to, frankly, to listen. And then, you know, to uh, act in a way that is in support of uh, this so- social movement and uh, this moment that we are in. Uh, and, and we must take action and we must, uh, we must listen and and we have to we have to finally reconcile the issue that you know the nation was more or less founded on the on the blood and the backs of uh, you know people who were brought here um, you know shackles in in shackles and in chains frankly uh, we we have to reconcile that fact uh, and and I think you know that is it's a conversation that's worth having frankly um, but anyways. I'm Nick Stones. This has been People Power Politics. Uh, you know, drop us a review. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, you, know, you can read my work uh, on Medium. It's it's just all simply at Nick Stones. Be well. Be safe. Continue. You know, continue to practice social distancing. We didn't discuss COVID on on this episode, but. Again, it's important, wear a mask if you're going out in public, wear a mask if you're going to be around people. Uh, You know, be safe, be well, make smart decisions. As always, I'm Nick Stones. This has been People Power Politics.